Hello everyone and welcome to another episode. This week I thought we could speak about innovation. There's been a lot of talk about AI and I think we did an episode recently using AI as a discussion point because it seemed for a minute like communication could change forever. And inspired by some discussions that came out of that, it appeared that innovation is a very related topic to talking about AI. And so I posted something today on LinkedIn where just using an image, you can track a through line between the earliest inventions that humanity has come up with. So fire, the wheel, and you keep going down the line. Eventually, the motor car, somewhere down the line. You've got the airplane, a little before the car. You had the printing press. We could put the written word out, and that changed so much. But fast forward to today, you went through the so many iterations of computers, from the ones that are the size of a small house to the one that's in your palm of your hand, the smartphone, right? Smartphone's a computer in case you didn't think about that. And of course now smart watches, right? Or even smaller than that. Um, and even less intrusive than that, people have started experimenting with smart glasses. And so the idea was what is the philosophy behind innovation. What can we do to cultivate innovation in a smart and responsible way, especially when it's within your organization? Because we're always trying to be creative, right? And innovation is, if you think about it, coming up with a new solution to a problem, coming up with a way to shake things up, coming up with creative ideas, that solve things, but also forever change things. It might not come out of a pain point, you see. It's not like a flat tire that you have to fix to get your car running again. You might be very happy with your car. You know, you put gasoline in it, maybe it's hybrid, maybe it's electric, one way or another. It's got four wheels, it's got a steering wheel, right? But little, little innovations have come in to just the the car itself and what what we what we've seen is now we expect a dashboard i just got into an uber the other day and it was um a tesla and when the teslas were new you were blown away by the uh, size of the dashboard the electronic dashboard showing you all the data, the map, the GPS, and so forth. I remember when I first saw such a dashboard, I, this was even before we had the Tesla. A lot of cars, uh, car manufacturers had brought some version of that out. Or then before that, you had the Garmin's and the other add-on GPS devices. That time it was new, right? But now it's just commonplace. I remember a time when adding AC 
air conditioning to your to your car was an option. You had to pay extra money for it. Now it's just standard. The same with power steering, and eventually, I'm sure, seat warming and other similar add-ons will become so commonplace. It it almost makes you laugh to think of a time, perhaps a hundred. 110 years ago when motor cars were pretty new and uh, you would have to get out and wind up the car. There was actually a crank, a hand crank, I'd like to say on the front of the car where the bumper is somewhere near there and you would have to use that to help the car start. We've come a long way to pushing just a button. The, even the key is uh, not physically inserted into a car much uh, uh, you know, much often. So, but coming back to, from the physical innovation to the idea of, you know, the philosophy within a company or the culture within a company that brings about creative thinking, thinking in a free and safe and open atmosphere. And maybe we're, we're getting to part of the answer here as we describe it. How, how free are people to share ideas in your company? And when people do share a new idea, new ideas, if you, if you think about it, are often with some amount of gaps, errors, loopholes, mistakes. And they're always a work in progress, to put it very simply and kindly. So how can we go about making sure that the process of ideation and coming up with something from its rawest form to a finalized product, it, 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 that process becomes easier. So more people with less pushback are able to put a good idea on the table. Part of that is no one person should have the entire burden of coming up with ideas. Ideas can come from inspiration of all types. Uh, very famously, uh, the Velcro that we use in our shoes, or some of us still do, in our uh, Velcro in the shoes, that is, uh, was something that uh, a person walking in the fields one day uh, found burrs and similar weeds sticking to their shoes, and that's just sparked their creativity. And so I've always felt that you know, putting yourself into the ability to de-stress and pull away from, in our case, the computer or whatever paperwork or other kinds of office paraphernalia that we surround ourselves with. Sometimes the best way to crack a problem is to just disengage. Go for a walk. If you have a swimming pool in uh, the area around you or a health club down the road, go for a quick swim. Go for a shower, do something, uh, throw a ball around in the yard, you know, uh, play a pickup ga game of basketball if you have a, a friend nearby who doesn't mind throwing, uh, you know, a little bit of, uh, uh, a little bit of air. So what we're kind of getting at is ideation is, is a nonlinear process. I think that's the nicest way I can put it. Ideation is a nonlinear process. It is different from problem solving. Problem solving is much more structured. You have 
pieces of the puzzle that need fixing. You have certain resources available to you. You know the limits of those resources, including that of money and of time and labor. And so you try and put your resources and your needs in the same place in proximity and see the best way out of it. Ideation is you just don't know what to do. You know that something's missing. You know that some improvement is needed. And you're trying to find out a way to get there. So long story short, creativity requires understanding and a great deal of patience. And I guess what goes along with that is a certain amount of time. There is no doubt that at some point in time, somebody has to cut a check. And so your CFO, your VP of finance, your controller, whomever it is that brings down the hammer and says, this is all we can afford. It's not to say that those folks' voices are not important. Accounting is important. Budgets are important. But perhaps what we can do to really push the, the envelope is to save that for a little bit later in the process and give the creative minds just enough room to talk their so-called or apparently silly ideas out before one of them seems to stick just enough that even the more serious-minded, numbers-minded people say, hold on, that one could work. Before you know it, a little bit of team collaboration comes into play. And maybe, just maybe, you've got an idea. That's it from me, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Visit us at culturespeak.com, and I will see you next week.